0: In real life, you very rarely get a function, a mathematical function, like the ones we've been working with. In real life, you get data points. And depending on what the data points look like, you have to construct the the function, whether it be a straight line, a quadratic second degree, a cubic, an exponential, or whatever, to represent the, the data. So, if we had data that looked something like this, maybe, here's a data point, here's a data point, here's a data point, um, here's another one, right? You might say, well, maybe it looks like a straight line, right? Maybe it looks like a parabola or something else. But once you you have to decide on what kind of a curve you want to try to fit to that data, And, of course, if, for example, you decided on a straight line, these points do not lie on on one straight line. What you want, then, is to sort of find a straight line that fits the data as, as well as it can. Now, what does that mean? It means that we want to find an equation y equals ax plus b. This this would be if we want a straight line to fit this data. And what we need to do is find a and b. Of course, a is the slope, and b is the y-intercept, so that the line that we are using to model the data fits the data better than any other line. Now, what does that mean? Well, for each of these data points, right, there will be a difference between the actual value of y and the predicted value of y. So, for example, if we had four data points, x1, y1, x2, y2, x3, y3, and x4, y4, right? And we predicted that the line y equals ax plus b best fits this set of data, then the y equals ax plus b will predict a value for X1, predict the y value for x1. So the predicted value would be what? y equals a times x1 plus b. The actual value would be whatever the data actually produced, y1. So the difference between these two, right, if this is p1, let's say, the difference between the predicted value of y. And the actual value of y would be that little distance. So the, the error, I'll call it, okay, will be y1 minus a times x1 plus b. All right? Similarly, we would get an error for y, for the second data point, the third and the fourth. Some of the errors will be positive, and some of the errors will be negative. And we don't really want them to cancel each other out, right? If we have a big negative error and a big positive error, we don't want to say, well, that's that's good because those two errors cancel each other out. It really doesn't mean that the line is fitting the data very well. So what we want is to look at all the errors, whether they be positive or negative. Right? and somehow make them all equally important and not be able to cancel each other out. And what we'll do then is actually square this, this error um, uh, quantity. And if we square it, if it's positive, it'll be positive. If it's negative, it'll still be positive. right? And then that sum, the sum of all the squares the squares of the differences, okay, we want to find the, the A and the B choice that will minimize. Okay, we want to minimize the sum of all the squares of the differences. All right. Now, to do that is a little bit a little bit complicated to actually go through the steps to derive the um, the formulas for a and b, but I'm going to sh- I'm going to give you the formulas, and we'll do an example, a fairly simple example, and we'll actually get the value of a and the value of b for a set of data, and that straight line then will represent. The straight line that minimized the the sum of all the squares of those differences between the predicted value and the actual value. So let's look at that example.